what is good you guys thank you so much for joining us once again in this beautiful wonderful classic space here we haven't moved out quite yet um, but we have a potential studio space that we're working on building out but today we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic um, which has to do a lot with what's happened the past couple weeks here at Mir. we had a huge opportunity that would change essentially a big part of our whole business model and kind of where the direction of where Miro was going. And after some time of pondering, we ended up turning that down. And to this day, I'm like, was that actually the right choice? That's what we're going to be unpacking. Mm -hmm. Before we head there, what do we have on the table? We have a bag of coffee and a freshly brewed cup. Yes, I had to bring this bag because I couldn't remember how to pronounce anything. This coffee is very interesting. Roasted by our friends at Bold Bean. Big shout out to Grant and Bold Bean. Um, but this coffee comes from Colombia, from El Crucero, and it is produced by the one and only Anna Mustafa. So I'm pretty pumped about this coffee. Um, I've had the decaf that they produced and this is um, the Columbia, but the process part is um, I would call experimental because I have no idea. I don't know anything about this processing method. The bag just says uh, fed batch. Interesting. So, I mean, I know that Bold Bean has done a lot of experimental stuff. Like I've seen them do some interesting stuff with yeast. So this fed batch one is really intriguing to me because I really don't know how it works trying to look past this mic there we go yeah that's uh that's cool um another experimental there's been a lot of experimental stuff coming around everywhere in the world in coffee like you know anaerobic and i feel like that carbonic maceration just yeah. started this mm -hmm. trend but now it's gone crazy like we're seeing a lot of crazy stuff um arrive you know arrive arising yeah. Ar arising yeah. um and seeing producers and coffee companies experiment with new things and we got somewhat of an experimental coffee yeah low, low key low key um it's coming we actually roasted that earlier today literally hours before mm -hmm. this talk um we're excited about it but yeah what do you yeah what are you picking up here uh very very nice acidity um it's a little brighter um than when you brewed it i think you brewed it on just a pour over right one point or did, no we cupped it we cupped that's it. what it, it was, was on the yeah, cupping yeah. yep mm. pretty bright but fruit wine is what really sticks out to me yes it's yeah. pretty whiny but not the type of when sometimes when yeah. you say whiny or when people think it's, of whiny coffees they mm -hmm. affiliate it with like a dirty cup but i want to say this is dirty this is just like a clean sweet malic acidity to it mm. yeah it's it's um it's on the brighter end and we've actually yeah. some of our colombian coffees that we've had in the past have also been pretty rich in acidity yeah and brightness um which i've i enjoyed those coffees yeah. while they were there um, but this is no exception to that still um it's an experimental process but still has a very nice acidity it's bright um, but it also has this interesting sweetness that just like yes. is like hidden within there. Yeah. I, don't, I can't quite put my finger on it. Yeah. And like great body and aftertaste. The aftertaste is like sweet. It lingers in your mouth. It doesn't like 
quote unquote stain your mouth where it kind of resides in the or rests in a very like dirty essence but this yeah, yeah, is yeah. A pretty clean it almost reminds me of like uh, a natural process back end Mm-hmm. Like where you like swallow I've noticed this with our Sadama When you swallow it kind of just like lingers in there In this like perfumey sweet yeah. Kind of like not It's like an aroma for your mouth It's yeah. weird Yeah. But this aftertaste so um, Very nice Wonderful coffee, coffee. Yeah. Shout out to Bull Bean out of Jacksonville right mm-hmm. Jacksonville Florida um, If you have not had a, a bag from them Go ahead and pick yourself up, up a bag uh, yeah. This This is an excellent coffee um, this Colombian coffee from them, but they also have an Ethiopia Sadama natural that we've been sipping on, which is also yes. pretty tasty. Um, lots of good stuff. So go ahead and check them out. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So to kind of dive into this episode, um, this past week we had an opportunity to somewhat start uh, a cafe or uh, i don't even know if you'd call it a cafe it's kind of like a i don't i don't know it's not like don't don't think like cafe cafe like coffee shop everything it was more of like within inside of a retail space that had a corner dedicated to coffee so people browsing around the retail space can go and have a cup of coffee yeah and so um which is actually the model that we've talked about a lot lot, yeah is that how cool would it be is if cafes weren't just solely cafes but they had a separate attraction right yeah for sure i think um that that's i think that model is excellent that's like a must i think because specialty coffee is growing and it's expanding and when you enter into a space, like I'm reminded of like bigger spaces, like in Florida, there was a spot called um, Union and it was basically in this like marketplace. There was a, a cocktail bar, a dope ramen place, like a bakery. There was so much going on at Armature Works, but they had this area that was like the coffee area. And I would say like that kind of model is to a degree like pretty prosperous because not only is it expanding the demographic, it's being able to bring in people like for other things than just coffee. But then there's this crossover of like coffee and other goods. Yeah, for sure. sure. Actually, the one of my first most memorable moments of really experiencing this was when I was in Ireland Mm. and uh, was looking for some coffee shops in Dublin. Just a wonderful place there. Ireland is kind of underrated with coffee. They have some very tasty gems in there. But there was a cafe in like inside of this really strange like bar that was kind of underground, kind of not. And you walked in, it was all dark. It was pretty late, um, like around sunset time. Um, But you walked into this bar and there's people just enjoying drinks, like booths and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then like at the edge of the bar was this nice victoria arduino machine that was just sitting there very small and they were serving the barn and i'm like this is one of the coolest things ever it's like a full-on like bar like alcoholic drinks and then a small little space if you want to get some coffee and the barista behind there was super kind super amazing coffee just man the milk was creamy like on another level like and the guy, the barista there, um, knew of James Hoffman and was literally a younger version of James Hoffman. <laughs> Had the same feel, the same vibe, the same look, the same everything. So 
It was great. But um, that being said, like we love that model. And so when yeah. somebody approached us and said, hey, this is set up for you guys, just show up and start pulling Spro. Yeah. It was very luring. It was like, this is it. This is kind of what we've um, kind of talked about and dreamed about. However, we said no to that after a lot, after like a weekend of really tough thinking. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about that. Gosh, I think the first thing that comes to my mind is whenever you say a yes, every yes means there's a yes. lot of no's behind mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, because you can't say yes to everything. Um, you can't say yes to every great opportunity that comes your way because you, you're not able to accomplish anything that way. Um, so whenever you do say yes, you have to consider or quote unquote, unquote count the cost of like, what are you going to say no to? And is the value to this yes um, higher than the value of the no's that you're going to say to? So it definitely mm-hmm. digs into your one personal identity, um, our business identity, and what we want to do as mere coffee roasters. But then also digs into like the future of like, where do we see ourselves going? So when this opportunity is brought my way, like my initial thought is like, oh yeah, this is what we talked about. This is in a sense what we dreamed about, but then had to step back and reevaluate once again, logistically crunch numbers, but then also look back and say, does this actually take Mir closer to its goal and what Mir wants to accomplish as a brand, as a company? Yeah, that's, I'm glad you said that. Like we crunched numbers and then we may, we were thinking about, does it want to, is this in the in the journey in the process of accomplishing what Mir wants to be in long term in the bigger picture, and you know at the end of the day, yeah, like your finances are going to determine a lot. Yeah, can you even pull this off? Is this even going to be healthy? Right. Is this going to be able to pay you? Is this going to be feasible? Um, and so that's one uh, one part of the question. But a completely separate thing is like even when something can be profitable, when something can be successful financially. I, I'm thinking like, is this part of the bigger picture and is this where you want to be? Yeah. And that's so hard when it looks like it can be successful, but it doesn't fit. Yeah. Is it worth your energy? Is it yeah. worth the nose? Is it worth, you know, all the things that will would come with that? You know, the yeah. stress, the, the long, oh, you know, hours of work and whatnot. And so that those two things are separate and should be at, at the same time, I think equally weighted. Yeah. Is that one doesn't mean more than the other, you know, yeah. you can't just, this is all what we want to be. So who cares if it's, if it's profitable? Well, yeah. no, you, you kind of have to exist, you know? Um, but yeah, I think, I think that figuring out where you want to be your personal why and yeah. where you want to go long-term is super important and use that as a guide. You know, and sometimes you do have to take a step back and say, hey, I actually need to just sleep on this. I need this to soak in. I need this to settle in uh, before I make any big decisions or promises and commitments because, um, yeah, and that was also one of the things is like, hey, if we're going to do this, then we have to commit to long term. Yep. And if it doesn't fit within where we want to be in a year or two, then maybe it's not right. It may may be good for the present, but not for the long term. Exactly. Yeah, I think... Also for me personally, my kind of life outlook and decision-making is more of like a live 
your own adventure. Like, you know, remember one of those books, like you get to, you know, page 19 and it says, if you want this to happen, or if you think this, then turn to page 27. If you think this, turn to page 23 and kind of that, like live your own adventure. But it also puts on the pressure of like, man, like I can make anything work. And one of my biggest personal fears is to be able to be like good at many things but never like be excellent or succeed in anything. Like the classic, yeah, what's that saying? Um, jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. You know what I mean? Master of none. Exactly. Like, and because because of that possibility, like I'm always, I once told my mentor, I was like, man, I'm afraid that I can make any decision and actually make it work. But then the fear of like, what if, and different decision or would bring a different outlook therefore in a sense it would be much more beneficial for you to say a no instead of a yes yeah that's that's you know that's that's i love that you touched up on that that you like sometimes things can still work out yeah like regardless if we would have went with this or not um you know chances are we would have made something work for but sure. it's more like it's more like, especially since we have like a deep vision of doing very personal work with, you know, farmers, producers, overseas work um, in origin countries, um, making films about these producers mm -hmm. is definitely in the vision, like producing content and visuals and photographs of these people we're working with and connecting people here in the States with people of origin and yeah. putting a face to the coffee that you're drinking yep. is so big for us. And thinking that this would take away energy and time and yep. finances from that is like, we can make it work, but is that going to encourage this vision and dream? Yeah. And that you got, you really have to dig deep and ask and be honest with yourself, you know, at the end of the day is like, maybe you just need to pass this because it's. Yeah. And I, I think also we're not like throwing the idea of a cafe or a retail spot out. Like that doesn't mean because this time around we said a no that that will never happen. It just right now, our gut feeling and our choice is to say a no because we're saying yes to something else. Yes. You know, and I think sometimes it's that, that part of it can be in a sense discouraging. Like, oh man, we let up on an opportunity that sounded and looked amazing. We could have made it work. But then we have to encourage ourselves and be like, okay, it's not that the idea is bad. It's just, we can't do it now because yeah. we're trying to achieve this and this core of our like idea and this core of our business is not yet accomplished. And we want to make sure we do that before we go into this next step of a retail spot. Totally. Um, you just said, uh, uh, you, you just mentioned like having that gut feeling. Mm -hmm. We, I, um, we, we always talk about this, like gut feeling. It's like, usually you'll say, Oh man, I just have a hunch. Like, yeah, uh, just, I, I don't know what it is, but it's this like draw, like, Oh, this might be it. My, I'm wondering like, can you share some thoughts or some practical tips of how you know maybe somebody's watching is on the step of you know maybe not starting a cafe but 
you know, enrolling into a school or mm-hmm. taking on a new job or, um, you know, they applied for f- uh, 20 different jobs and they got five callbacks. How, what, what should you be kind of looking for? What's that gut feeling? Maybe bring some enlightenment to that of how, you know, we can live and make decisions that are, yeah. um, Dude. I don't, I don't want to say like make the right decision, but yeah. kind of. Yeah. That, that, that's a hard one. Um, how do you break? It's hard. It's like, how do you know when you're in love? You know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah. one of those questions. Yeah. It's a bit yeah. like, uh, mystical and maybe a bit like out of this world, but you like, I know when I have this deep sense of, um, in a sense, uh, like this battle of like fear and not to sound cliche, but like this battle of like fear and faith, like I can step out and actually accomplish this, but it's unknown or like, but I can also fail. Like a lot of those, like when I feel like the stirring in me, like, man, I should do it. I don't automatically say yes. I don't. Mm -hmm. I step back. I kind of wait and I pause and I ask the why questions. Once again, what you were saying in the beginning, like, why should I do this? Like, why, why is this important to me? Like, how is this going to help me like go forth in my plan? Like what I want to do in life. So those kind of, I start asking questions, but it is like this weird, literally it kind of feels like in your stomach. It almost makes you nervous kind of feeling, you know what I mean? And then I think it's also very important to bring people around you that you trust and then ask those people and be like, Hey, this is what I'm like feeling. This is what I'm sensing. Like, what do you think about that? And then take all of that information and then check in your gut again. Yeah. yeah. It's good. I, I love that you brought up people um, because I, I mean, that memorable moment was sitting in our space and um, you know, and having your wife there and I mean, plot twist, you guys are about to have a baby in the yeah. next couple of weeks. And so that's a huge decision to keep in mind with starting this whole new venture. Like yeah. there's a lot at play, but even just like, not that your wife said anything that was like revolutionary, but just hearing somebody else process it with you and ask yeah. the questions was questions. like, mm-hmm. Oh, it helped me kind of take a step back and really kind of inspired more thought and, um, encouraged me to kind of see things a little differently, which was just enough um, for me to kind of like feel a little bit more reassured in myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally agree that like, you know, oftentimes my gut feeling for me is like, especially with this situation specifically, I was like, you know, this is a big step, but I think we can take it on. Yeah, that's exactly. What and that was cool yeah. because I was like, okay, I can jive with this. I can ride with this. So that was kind of, it, it wasn't like an automatically like, oh no, we need to just throw this away. Not, which we've had before. Like, yeah. hey, no, it's not a good idea. Uh, but this was like, okay, it's a good idea. But then it's also going back to once again, like let's just logically think about like our projection, our dream, our vision, our goal at the end of the day, you know? And so um, just offering like some, you know, maybe this will help you if you're listening. is just like, you know, kind of look into your gut and kind of, uh, look into kind of how you're feeling and thinking, what are some of the thoughts that are coming across? And, you know, if it does feel good, like something you can pursue, think about like, where do you want to be in five years? Yeah. Is that, 
you know, is that the best viable, you know, decision right now? Think about like your vision, your dream, where's, where's your trajectory going to, you know, like if you want to be an engineer, you know, maybe taking that barista job might not be the right way. Yeah, totally. But at the end of the day, I do want to end with this is that, um, no matter, even if we were to take this opportunity at the end of the day, we're all people that are growing. Totally. You know, and we just had this conversation recently is like, yeah, like you, even if you do take, make a, a mistake, a wrong choice mm-hmm. here, a wrong choice there, at the end of the day, you're still learning. You're still growing. Like there are things that even in the past year that we've made mistakes on and we're like, and that just wasn't the right choice. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. And learning how to realize like, oh wait, like you, it's inevitable for you to make mistakes. That's okay. It's about learning from them. Any thoughts? Yeah, I think what's, you know, there's one thing that worse than making a bad choice and that's not making a choice at all. Ooh. You know, and I think sometimes we're paralyzed by this idea of the future and it's called worry. We worry so much that, man, if I do this, this may happen. If I do this, that may happen. At the end of the day, any choice you make could turn out bad. And also at the end of the day, any choice you make can lead to like incredible other opportunities and choices. So, you know, what's worse than not what's worse than making a bad choice. It's not making a choice at all. Yeah. That's spectacular. And once again, it's like, you know, making that choice is like, you kind of have to have some confidence in yourself and kind of like be like, Hey, like you can do this. Yeah. Even if things will fail, you'll be able to get out of it you'll learn something. You'll come out being a, a bigger, a stronger, a more educated, maybe a more, um, you know, more understanding, more wise, a wiser yeah. person at the end of this. And that's already beautiful. Those life experiences are absolutely priceless. There is, you cannot pay you to go to school to learn those things. Yeah. It's called the journey of life. Yep. And if you can fill your life with that, with that, I think of that mindset, Mm-hmm. and have those experiences life becomes so much more rich yeah there's ups and downs but it becomes so much more like yeah just yeah. beautiful for sure dude this is something we can talk forever and you know process and 100 yeah. percent. yeah so it's a little bit of a short episode but thank you guys so much for watching uh listening whatever wherever you're at whatever you're doing um hopefully this was encouraging to you you know at the end of the day that's kind of what we want to do and also process these same thoughts together yeah. uh, camera died that means it's time to like wrap this wrap this episode up land the plane thank you once again we'll see you guys in the next one later <laughs>